whether you are wanting to manifest more financial freedom, more happiness, more inner peace, a juicy love story for yourself and another, vibrant health, beneficial relationships, I have got you covered in my brand new book, book number four, that's right, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation. And in this cute little book, I share with you all of my favorite tips, tricks, techniques, rituals, exercises, and practices for manifesting all the things. Of course, I've included all my favorite resistance releasing exercises because as we know, that is key. That's not actually taught in a lot of manifestation books out there. So go check it out, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation. It's available for pre-order now wherever books are sold. I will link to it in the show notes. And if you order two or more copies and then send me a screenshot via Instagram or you email it to kelsey at kelseyaida.com, then I will enter you to win $500 off my retreat, October 12th to 17th. So if you want to get $500 off the retreat, enter to win by pre-ordering two or more. Otherwise, if you just want to have fun manifesting, grab yourself a book, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation. Go check it out. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to your favorite podcast, High Vibe In It. We're really excited to have you here today and dive into some, I'm not going to give it away, some fun stuff. I'm going to say that. (laughs) Some fun stuff with an awesome guest, Miss Ursula Menchez. She is a best-selling author, a business coach, and she's going to tell us what's up. So I'm really excited. We're going to talk about all the fun things. And we just found out before the call that her and Lindsay almost have the same birthday. So I'm feeling like this is meant to be. It's very aligned. We got two Aries in the house. Happy birthday to all the Aries out there listening. And yeah, I'm really excited. Ursula, thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the great intro. This is going to be fun. I can already tell, especially since Lindsay and I almost have the same birthday. I know. Two fire no. signs. I mean, come on. Same our same fire sign. I should same, say. same fire. Yeah. And passion. Um, <laughs> Ursula, it's so nice to have you here. Let's get started by just kind of telling everybody if they are unfamiliar with you and your work, kind of where you come from and how you got into this beautiful work that you do. This weird, weird world I live in. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm definitely an accidental business owner. So let's say that first. I grew up on a farm in southern Minnesota and you know thought I was going to be a farmer or a veterinarian. My parents said go to college and get a good job and everything will be fine. And they hadn't gone to college, so you know they wanted their best for their kids, which I so appreciated. So I found the closest school that I could, a little college called St. Olaf, and I majored in liberal arts, basically psychology and communication, which you know, there's just not a lot you can do with that, but no one told me. So when I got done, I'm like, I, oh, I want to do something. I kind of want to have my own something. I don't know what that is. And so I thought I wanted to go to law school. That was my plan. Have my own firm. I thought, you know, I'd make a lot of money and live this glamorous life, except that I really didn't care about the law. Right. And and I didn't care about the law, but I didn't care about like, you know, figuring all the things out and contracts and all those pieces. So I ended up working at Pier 1 Imports, making $6 and 25 cents an hour. If any of you have worked retail, you know what that that feels like. And anyway, one day my friend Jana came to talk to me and she worked at Pure One Imports. We were both college, St. Olaf college graduates. She had a degree in economics. I thought Jana's got it all figured out. And she's like, Hey, Urs, 
as my friends call me, hey, Urs, I have an opportunity for us. And my favorite word in that sentence was us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do tell, Jana, because I got nothing going on right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she said, hey, listen, my aunt and uncle just sold their company to IBM for about $10 million. They're empty nesters. And they said we could come and live with them in the foothills of Boulder, Colorado, in this beautiful home. And so, of course, uh, before she could even finish, I was like, yes. And the best part was we were transferred from the Pier 1 location in Burnsville, Minnesota to Boulder, Colorado. So we had jobs when we got there. Anyway, I share the story because this was my fork in the road. And we all have that moment, right, where someone steps into our path and, you know, maybe even says something nonchalantly and it changes our lives forever. So I was talking to Jana's uncle, Will, one day, he's the entrepreneur, the multimillionaire had, you know, grown a company, sold a company. And he just asked me, he's like, what are your plans? And that was kind of like code for, you can't probably live here forever for free. You and Jana living in our multimillion dollar basement here, but like, what do you want to do? And I said, I think I want to go to law school. And he said, you know, I'll never forget this. He said, Carol and I, his wife, we'd be happy to pay for that for you. And I'll tell you something, there was nothing in this Lutheran farm kid from Southern Minnesota that could accept a gift like that. I must've looked at him like he had, you know, like horns on his head or five eyes. And I just said, well, oh my gosh, that's so generous. He'd never accept a gift like that. I didn't, I didn't even know what to say, right? Here's the universe going, here's the gift. And I'm like, no. And so he said, may I offer you some advice? And I said, yes, please. He said, get a job in outside sales and you can do anything have your own company someday. You could pretty much pick your job once you know how to sell. And so I followed his advice and I said, Will, how do you get a job in outside sales? And he said, update your resume, send it to me. And you know, I'll um, send it out to people I know. Well, here's the thing, Lindsay and Kelsey, before I could even send it out, I was working at Pier One one day and I was literally checking this woman through. She was, I'll never forget, she was buying these really nice, um, rugs for her home what I imagined to be this beautiful home her name was Christine we started chatting and she worked for an international computer training consulting company she's like hey what are you doing here in Boulder like what's going on very chatty and I said you know I'm looking for a job in outside sales because once Will told me that's what I should do I just started saying it out loud even though I had no idea really no idea what that meant and she said well hey listen we're hiring who do you want to interview now in that moment I could have totally and completely disqualified myself Today, this is one of the things that we work with all of our clients on. I still work with myself on this. It's like, what am I disqualifying myself from right now in this moment? But instead, there was a part of me that said, don't say anything. Just say, yes, I'd love to interview. So I interviewed. It was one of the strangest interviews I ever had. The gentleman, because I couldn't work for Christine. I was going to work in the Denver office that the gentleman who interviewed me just asked me all kinds of questions, but they kept saying, do you say you grew up on a farm? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and they're like, well, we think you'll work really hard. Now I didn't understand exactly what that meant. A few weeks later, you know, they'd hired me. I was um, training in for my job in outside sales. And the long and short of it is that the first month in sales was terrible. I hated everything about selling. It was very transactional. It felt very awkward. I made a hundred cold calls, not warm calls, cold calls every day on a tick sheet before I could go home. That was my job to sell technical training and consulting. And one day though, I had, like I had this epiphany and I thought there's gotta be a better way. And you know how books find you? I'm sure both of you have experienced this. So I've been reading all the sales books 
Brian Tracy, who's one of my mentors, you know, he wrote the psychology of selling. He's written 80 books on sales and goal setting. And th that was amazing. And then these other great books by Zig Ziglar and Tom Hopkins, like all the sales books, I read them and they were helpful. They were about strategy. But then this book came into my life called The Power of Intention by the, by the now late Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm sure you're familiar with that book. I wasn't, I read it. My mind exploded, shifted mm -hmm. forever. And I went to work the next day, instead of making a hundred cold calls, I made 25 intentional, very intentional sales calls, calls, got two appointments. I started to do that every single day, 10 appointments a week. I did the math, blew my numbers out of the water. The long and short of it is I went from being an outside sales rep to president of a $20 million company in less than five years. So by the time I was 27 years old, I was running this multi-million dollar company. I share this with you not to say what, I, look what I did. I share it with you because I was just a farm. I didn't even know. I do, I was, you know, unconscious, competent, didn't know what I was doing. What I did know was that there was a better way. Eventually we sold that company and I, I wanted to take everything I knew and help other people with it. So um, that's what led me to launching my own company. And that's what I've been doing in many iterations since is just helping people take quantum leaps in their income, in their sales, in their lives. Love it. You're a great storyteller, by the way. I was like really into your story the whole time. Well, here's the thing, Kelsey. I've told that story a few times on many stages, especially when we had live stages around the around the globe. So, but thank you. I appreciate that. That makes sense. Yeah, it was so um, inspiring. And I just love like how beautiful the synchronicities were and how you made that note to the audience. Like I could have like discredited myself here and not been open, but instead I just said yes. And I think there's a really valuable lesson in that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you'd say synchronicity. I wrote a, one of my books is called selling with synchronicity. I don't know if you know that, but I, I'm a big believer in synchronicity that when you get really clear on your goals, right, the next step shows up the next human shows up that's going to help you along and our job is just to watch for that next step and step into it and step into the next step and it really can be that easy i think the hardest part for people though for entrepreneurs for humans on the planet is to first even figure out what the heck they want and without that clarity as you guys know like nothing can show up you know if i'm confused i'm just going to get more confusion back from the universe or as feedback back right so it's, it's that first step of, I think, getting super clear. And that's what I was in my twenties. Like I got super clear on, you know, outside sales Then I wanted to be the president of the company. And I was just like laser focused Yeah. and you got to throw in some passion with that too. Like you actually got to like what you're doing, but when you're that, you have that kind of focus, I truly believe then synchronicity just starts to lift you. And by the way, synchronicity, Carl Jung defined it as a meaningful coincidence. Cause I used to hear that word a lot. I was like, what does it mean? A meaningful coincidence. Love that. And, you know, I know for me, one of the biggest uh, obstacles is even if you, you're like, yes, okay, the next step will appear when I'm very intentional. I know what I want, but then there's also an element of releasing control. And especially for an entrepreneur, it's like, if you have the mind to be an entrepreneur and to own your own business there, there, I feel like it's, it's like a knee jerk reaction to want to have your your hand in every pot and your, uh, you, you trying to like have your observation in every single area of your business. And you, you really can do that, but it'll only get you so far. I think that level of just kind of letting go and, and trusting that the next step will show up is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs. Would you agree? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Call it Especially trust. for us Aries girls. Listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call it yeah for sure i 
I definitely live in a very big faith journey, like having faith that the next step will show up, but I'm not attached to it. Mm-hmm. And that is a very, like, it's a tough, it's a tough balance when you really want something you're like, Oh, I want it. Now I'm going to let it go. Does that mean I still want it? What am I doing? Right. And what I have learned, like one of the, the experiences that I've had many experiences that have, that has shown me often. And this is where I think we can get stuck. Often the next step is something we don't want to do. And then we tell ourselves a tale about it. I say tale because my, I have an eight-year-old. So we tell ourselves a tall tale about whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. And then we get stuck. And then we think well, we can tell a story that that's, that the next step hasn't shown up when it's been revealed. And I, I don't know if you can see that book right there, The Belief Zone. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask yeah. you about that book, The Belief Zone. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> you guys, I've been at this for a while. <laughs> so this whole law of attraction, like, creating what you want, all those things. One of the things that used to drive me crazy is that people would say, Hey, well, you're just stuck in your comfort zone. And I used to ask the question, I'm like, well, where the heck is that? Where, where is my comfort zone? What does that mean? And then where do you go when you leave your comfort zone or how in the heck do you get out of your comfort zone? And so that's why I wrote the book, the belief zone and why it's got a little circle around it. The zone, because we want to move out of where we're super comfortable, figure out why we're so comfortable, figure out why we're resisting taking the next step. What's our belief about that? And then we move into a new, what I call belief zone. And when you're in a new belief zone and you begin to operate from that place, the steps are revealed to you. Things start to shift faster. You know, I'll give you an example. Cause sometimes people are like, what does that mean? I, I need an example. So I had a client who um, years ago in, she was in the construction industry and she had a half a million dollar company and she had this company for 20 years and her income ceiling was clearly half a million, half a million, half a million, half a million. And she'd grown a successful company. It was successful in California. A half a million dollars isn't the same as it is in the Midwest though. Right. And so she wasn't living the life that she wanted to live. And she just had to hit this ceiling. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm trained as a psychologist, therapist, not a psychologist, sorry, I'm trained as a therapist. I've studied psychology for, for many, many years. And I'm always looking for what my clients are saying and what they're, what they're not saying, right? And so we were chatting and she was said, you know, she said something to me about, you know, I know I've been stuck at this number for so many years. I don't love selling. In fact, I really, I really dislike salespeople. So just don't ever call me a salesperson. And I said, well, I leaned into that. I said, well, what is like, what does that mean to you? Why are, you know, why do you not like, why do you not want me to call you a salesperson? Like, what would that mean? And she's like, just, I hate salespeople. I hate what they're about. They're greedy. They're this or this. So she had this whole story and this belief about how terrible salespeople were. And her belief was that if I follow up more than two times, or if I, you know, if, if I even cold call, people are going to think I'm whatever, fill in the blank. Right. So she had this story. So we did this whole belief change process. I'm certified as an NLP um, coach, NLP, neuro-linguistic program. You're probably familiar with that. And so I did a belief change process on her. And on the other side of that, the new belief was, became, I am a professionally persistent problem solver. Because for her, it was all about like, I'm greedy. I'm not, but the truth was her clients loved her. Customers, clients, they wanted her to follow up. They want it. And so she started to follow up and she was shocked to hear them saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called. Like I was wondering why we hadn't heard from you. I'm ready to buy. Or there were referral partners 
who were like, well, I haven't heard from you in five years. Where have you been? Let's do business together. So it was this, this major breakthrough in belief. So her new belief zone was about, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a professionally persistent problem solver. So when she picked up the phone, it wasn't about being salesy. It was about solving problems. Her business went from a half million dollars where it had been for 20 years to 1.2 million annually in about a year. And yeah. And I interviewed her on the podcast. Her name's Martha. You can go back to my, through many of my podcasts and find um, Martha's show, but it was, it was fascinating to watch her journey because I've had those, I've had those beliefs that I kept telling myself were true for so many years, you know, stuck in this, what I would, you know, comfort zone and not being able to break through an income ceiling. So that's the whole point of the belief zone, like move out of the comfort zone, step into a new belief zone. And Lindsay, that's where I really believe the steps start to be revealed even faster. The folks at Bioptimizers have done it again. They've just released their new and improved formula for Magnesium Breakthrough, the most powerful magnesium supplement on the market today. This product was already amazing, but Bioptimizers has continued to research and improve it. And this new fourth generation formula means Magnesium Breakthrough is now even more potent and effective for reducing stress, improving sleep, and boosting energy levels. If you've never tried Magnesium Breakthrough before, now is the perfect time to try it. That's because not only is magnesium involved in 80% of the body's metabolic reactions, but 75% of people are actually not getting enough magnesium, which can result in poor sleep, low energy, and even higher stress levels. In every bottle of Magnesium Breakthrough, you'll get seven unique forms of organic full-spectrum magnesium, which can dramatically improve your health. It can help you sleep longer and deeper, reduce stress levels and help you feel calm, and give you abundant all-day energy to win at life. And because it supports mental wellness, Magnesium Breakthrough can help you finally feel like yourself again. Listeners of High Vibe in it get an exclusive offer at magbreakthrough.com slash sweat10. Use sweat10 during checkout and save 10% off any order and get free shipping. Again, that special link is magbreakthrough.com slash sweat10 and use the code sweat10 during checkout to save 10% on any order and get free shipping. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, yeah, I really like that. I love NLP. I love uh, listening, right, to the client. They're always telling you exactly where they're at. And so if you know what to listen for <clears throat> and use their vocabulary, their words, you get to the you get to the meat of it real quick. So I love that you brought that up because we we as humans, I we always say like we know more than we give ourselves credit for like every single client I've ever had, every client you've had, they know more than they think they do. They do. They know. And so it's just really our job to kind of help them see like you already know. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that's really great. Um, I love the story. I love the stories you tell. They're so good. And I really am interested in this book now just for, you know, that we all have that glass ceiling. You know, I think that whatever area you're talking about, um, whether it's relationships or money or, you know, anything really, you, I think we all kind of have that set <laughs> set of beliefs yeah. that it feels so hard to get past. So might be, um, worth checking out and at least exploring in yourself, like where are my beliefs kind of stuck and what would I like them to be instead? You know, just asking those questions can give you leaps and bounds and, you know, quantum leaps, <laughs> in the right direction where you're going. So that's really cool. 
<laughs> we're on the topic of beliefs and belief shifting, rewriting, moving into a new belief zone. What are some of your personal favorite questions for like identifying and unblocking? Like, what are your favorite questions for getting nitty gritty into the resistance? Yeah, such a great question. I'm going to reference this book since it's been on my desk. Yes. Up level now. It's the latest book and uh, definitely a labor of love. Took a lot longer to get out because of COVID because, uh, you know, the publishing numbers are like, ah. But anyway, here it, here it is. And this book, I mean, you can give in the title, Up Level Now. By the way, we I'm super clear that up level is not a word. So if anyone needs to want, if you're Googling, they're like, you're not, that's not a word. I will say this. I remember when I was in, you know, like elementary school, remember you guys maybe remember this when they said, ain't, ain't a word. And I ain't mm-hmm. going to say it. Do you remember we were taught? So yeah. you know, that's a word. It's a word. If you can look it up, ain't it's in, is the, in dictionary. the dictionary now. Yep. And they actually tell you how to use it in a sentence. So I'm a big believer that up level will someday be in a sentence because level up, like one of my editors was like, maybe it's level up. And I'm like, no, no. it's not what Listen, it is. I say up level all the time. I know so many people that say it, it's going to be in the dictionary. There's no doubt. We're with you. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, thank you. And for me, it's just been, a, it's like been stuck in my head. It's been stuck in my head. Cause that's, you know, when our clients come to us, that's what they want. They want to mm-hmm. up level and they don't just want to up level in their business. They want to up level in every area of their life. And believe me, I'm a work in progress. So as I was working on up leveling so many things in 2018, 2019, and I, you know, I just started to write them down and I, I realized there was a process. So Kelsey, to answer your question, you have, you have to figure out what you want, right? what you really want to up-level. Up-level is like, what do I want at the end of this? And the fastest way to clear a belief is to first find out what you want. What's the up-level? But then we get stuck with that. We're like, well, I think I want this one. So a question you can ask, and this is for our listeners, your listeners, the question you can ask that will bring you crystal clarity is this. What am I tolerating right now? And I love that question because you can ask in your, like in, in your business, what am I tolerating in my business right now? Let's just play with the business. Cause I'm guessing you have a lot of CEOs out there. Mm-hmm. So let's say, so I'm actually speaking at a conference this week. It's one of the questions I'm going to be asking. I'm asking what are the top three things you're tolerating in your business right now? So let's say we, let's say someone answers not enough. I hear this a lot, not enough money in the, but not enough revenue, right? I don't have enough support. I don't have enough time. Those are probably the three things we hear most often. Once I can understand what you're tolerating, I know what you want. And Lindsay, I know you do this work in hypnosis, right? So the what's the opposite of each one of those? All right, so you don't have enough revenue. So how much do you want? <laughs> and then of course it's like, well, we start That's to- That's another question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because we disqualify ourselves pretty yep. quickly. Now here's my tip for breaking through that is that to think about it in this way, you can actually up level the amount of money you want to make by understanding, um, sorry, last my, by understanding how, okay, here we go. How much money, like, think about this. What's the most amount of money you've ever made in one year? Think about that in your head. You don't just think about that, right? What if you made that amount of money in one month? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So The truth is you are already calibrated for that number because you did it. The question is, do you want to do it in a short amount of time? Yeah, of course. So 
And that's why my, my podcast, Quantum Revenue Expansion, is all about turning your annual income into your monthly income because you're already yeah. calibrated for it. So, so I take people through that first. So that's already a big stretch. And they're like, wow, like that's a lot of money. Like I could, I could definitely do that, right? Or I think I could do that. Like it seems possible. Often though, it's like, well, maybe I can't do that next month. So what's that, what's that number for next month? And so it's calibrating again. It's looking at, well, here's the top number. And then, you know, here's kind of the least I'd like to make. And usually there's number, a number in between there that you're ready for. And that's another way to just figure out, you know, what that is. So again, it's about what am I tolerating? And then figuring out the opposite of that. Another one is time. I hear this, we hear this so much, right? I don't have enough time. I'm working, you know, I'm working so much. I'm working 80 hours a week. We had a client who's working, um, he, we do have some very brave men who come through our program. So he was working hundred hours a week. And we took it, he went through our course, the 2X intensive, came out the other side. He shaved 60 hours a week off his calendar. Wait, how do you even do that? Wait, hold on. A hundred hours a week. What is that math? That's more than like, is that 12? Is that more than 12 hours a day? When does he sleep and eat? What's going on? How does he do that? I would fall over. I know. Super smart uh, engineer. Uh-huh. loves what he does, was wearing all the hats, and then mm. finally started to hire, really started to hire people that could take the- There's that control piece, wearing yeah. all the hats. Right. That's a big <clears throat> one. I mean, mm-hmm. and he, had to, he had to break through a lot of beliefs and stories and things about, you know, who could who could really support him. And the other side of that, he's so happy. <laughs> like he's been yeah. in our programs. He shows up to all of our events because he just wants to tell people, like, I'm not, I'm working so much less now. My life is so much better. Well, and real yeah. quick, it also speaks to what you said about um on when you when you have that next step, oftentimes it's it's the one thing we don't want to do. And I bet you anything for this person, one of the biggest things he didn't want to do was release that false sense of control and wearing all the hats that he had. And once he did, it was like, oh my gosh, I should have done this. And I hear that all the time. The one thing you don't want to do is the thing you say, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. Why was I so afraid of doing this? So I just wanted to circle back because you did actually bring up a really good point with that. And I'm sure for him, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I mean, I would say for most of our clients, you know, if they're multi six figures wanting to break through seven figures, they're still wearing Mm-hmm. some hats that just need to go. And, and that that's a stretch. And, yeah, you know, and some hold on longer than others, but you're absolutely right. On the other side of that, they're all like, why didn't we make this switch sooner? And, what was I so afraid of? You know, I'm what's like, interesting. Well, you didn't know what you didn't know. Exactly. Yes. Let's give ourselves some compassion because you have, yeah. now that you do, it's like, you can make, you can make those choices um, for, I know maybe Kelsey has this going on too. But I know for me, like, even if I'm, let's, let's go through the process. So what am I tolerating? Okay. What, what was the most I made in a year? What if I could make that in a month? The thing that I recently learned about myself is that I expect, and so I kind of write it in stone mentally that it must take a long time. So what the most I've made in a year must take 12 months to do. And that's where the belief gets stuck because I couldn't, I didn't do it sooner. So that is now the belief system. Does that make sense? So like, yeah, sure. That would be wonderful, but I still have something in my brain and my mind. That's like, but really? Cause it took you a year. So maybe it's supposed to take a year and I don't want that. What would Mm -hmm. you say to somebody that's thinking that? 
Yeah, let's play it out. So I would say, <laughs> Lindsay, I'd say, what are three things that are potentially not true about your belief? Three things that are potentially not true about making it take a year. I mean, people do it all the time. <laughs> there's number one. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's no, there's really no real reason why I couldn't. Okay. What else? Um, that are not true. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know what the third one would be. Potentially People, not true. Potentially not true. Well, just the fact that like a belief isn't, isn't true. It's just the thought you keep thinking. Right. Yeah. A belief isn't fact is I guess what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's a thought that we keep pointing to and we will look for evidence of it as you know. And by the way, I mean, you and I can help people with this stuff all day long. It doesn't mean that we right. can use our own limiting beliefs like that. We all have coaches. We all have people we work with. Every so coach has there. a coach or should have a coach. Or five. I need yes. a lot. This, this needs a lot of help. So <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's that piece. So, so once you start to look at what's not true, uh, potentially not true about it, the belief starts to fall away. Mm. And that's where, you know, in my, my belief change process, then you can say, what would I rather believe about making my annual income into my monthly income. So what would you rather believe about that? Well, I would rather believe that I'm ready for that. I'd like to believe that. I'd like to believe that um, it's easier than I think. (laughs) And that it's the natural next step. There you go. Okay. So I would write, you know, I would have you write those things down? I'm writing it, girl. Yeah. And really start, <laughs> yeah, really start to lean into that, into those new beliefs and thoughts and start, begin to look around for evidence that that could potentially be true. And what I mean by that is after you've done this process, you start to get those divine downloads, yeah. those ideas that fall in and you start to see a way to get there. And here's another hack. <laughs> like another hack is this. So whatever that number is, right? So let's just use easy math. Let's say the most someone made is a hundred thousand a year and they want to do a hundred thousand a month. I hear that a lot. You know, people leave corporate America, they're making six figures. Now they want six figure months. So with our clients, we do, we create what I call a model month template. And hmm. I take them through a short like visualization process to get really clear on, you know, what a hundred thousand dollar month, for example, could look like, how it could show up. And often when they start to do this exercise, they start to get all these aha moments and downloads because they start to see, oh, often it's like, I probably need to raise my prices. I probably need to offer packages if I've been doing one-offs. I probably need to work with only my ideal client. I probably need to work harder and and hustle more. No, (laughs) never. No. I probably oh, oh so you're saying this is what they they could actually do not what they believe they need to do right I so see what, I got you I got you so what happens it's it's like when you bring in the bigger goal yeah it's like it does bring up stuff right so there's you got you know I recommend you're working with someone who can help you like Lindsay to clear the kind of the stories or the what I call I, their lies like the lies we tell ourselves yeah, about yeah. Them, right start to clear that stuff because that'll definitely pop but also you'll start to get the ideas though. Like for a lot of our clients, they need to charge more. A lot mm-hmm. of our clients are in service-based businesses. They need to offer packages, maybe a couple packages. Um, often they need to change the, how they're marketing. 
Mm-hmm. They probably need to get more committed. Like a lot of times they'll have, they'll have kind of an idea of who their ideal client is, but it, it's like this and it really needs to be like this, you know, it yeah. needs to be super focused. And, and so those, those things start to happen by just by simply ask, like asking that question. And so it's a, it's an Excel spreadsheet. So we break down exactly what an ideal month would look like for you at a hundred thousand or whatever the number is per month. And I'm telling you the shifts that start to happen yep. are amazing. And all of a sudden they, they can see it. How did you sleep last night? If you answered anything other than amazing, which is how I slept last night and I'm about to tell you why, then tune in because I have a super awesome product that I'm going to recommend to you guys. It will change your life for the best. What are they? They are cozy earth sheets. Oh my gosh. I slept like a baby last night and I have been every night thanks to cozy earth because they are literally the softest, most luxurious, best temperature regulating sheets on the planet. It's literally like sleeping on a cloud. You guys, I cannot rave enough. And also Jeffrey is obsessed. He was like, where'd you get these sheets? These are amazing. I was like, I don't know. If you don't believe me, Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's most favorite things for the last four years in a row. So crazy. So obviously Oprah's a fan. I'm a fan because they're made from super soft viscose from bamboo cozy earth sheets breathe so you can sleep at the perfectly regulated temperature all year round and with thousands of five-star reviews including mine and jeff's it's no wonder that cozy earth sheets have become the bedding of choice for interior designers and celebrities cozy earth even offers a 100 night sleep trial which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on it wash it Try it out. And if you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. Cozy Earth products are designed to last as well, which means you can rest easy, pun intended, knowing that there's a 10-year warranty. Cozy Earth sheets now also come in four awesome colors for you to check out. So I highly encourage you to go to CozyEarth.com slash in because our audience can now save 35% on Cozy Earth bamboo bedding. You guys, this is a steal, 35%. Go to CozyEarth.com slash V-I-B-I-N. Hurry because this offer will end soon. That's CozyEarth.com slash Vibin. CozyEarth.com slash Vibin. Bob Proctor, back in the day, used to say, he used to say it's easier to make 50,000 a month than it is to make 50,000 a year. And I remember reading that for the first time and going, no, like that's so not true. Now I get it. Now yeah. that makes sense. So you just start to like, start to let it shift. So what um, I wanted to re-illustrate what you were saying with the clients, because some, uh, the podcast listeners won't see this video, but what you were saying was uh, a lot of times the net for clients is too wide. And so once they narrow the net down and get very specific and focused on who they're helping, it can bring in the money faster and more intentionally. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I just want to, cause you're like you this and like this. Sorry. No, yeah. I know. I do that, that all the time right now. You probably won't see that. <laughs> but, and that also seems counterintuitive. I don't remember when, but, but it isn't. I remember when I first started out, I had such a hard time. I wanted to see everybody smoking, weight mm. loss, uh, fears and phobias, habit control, all the things. And I was like, wait a second, but I don't do my best. I know I don't do my best work when I'm seeing people for things that I'm not passionate about. 
So when I really tuned in and focused to what am I passionate about working with? What really lights me up when I get that client? That's, that's how, you know, I promise you, that's how, you know, and then you can be more joyful when you get that client, because you're like, Oh, this is exactly what I asked for. This is amazing. And there's the evidence that it's working for you. So it may seem counterintuitive, but I promise you it isn't. So I have seen a lot of clients that are very uh, resistant, right. To niching, niching down or niching down. And, you know, a lot of times it's exactly what you need to do. Yes. Yeah. So very, very so good. true. And such a breakthrough and there's so much freedom in that, right? Mm -hmm. There's so much freedom in just saying, this is who I work with. And we, when we work with our client, we work with our clients, they, they think they have a really clear idea. And then we start to drill down and drill down yep. and drill down. And often what we find underneath that, I'm making an underneath with my hand <laughs> underneath that is <laughs> another open. belief. And the belief is typically that there's not enough. Like yeah. if I, if I niche down, if yes. I say I'm only going to work with it, there's just not enough. So then we got to clear that belief. So that we remember this, one of the coaches on a master coach at my company, Rebecca, she takes clients through an exercise for them to see how many, even like their top 10%, not even their top 20%, but their top 10% of clients, how many actually exist. And we had a client who was here in St. Paul. I'm in Minnesota now. And here in St. Paul, Minnesota, her niche was really small. But when we, when Rebecca did this exercise with her, what our client realized is that even if she worked the rest of her life in this industry, she couldn't help everybody that yep. she'd never be able to do it. So there are so that many clients mm -hmm. opportunity, right? Doesn't that blow your mind? Like we think about it. I mean, Lindsay, you, yeah. like there's so many that you can't help them all, even in your niche, even <laughs> in, even when you narrow it down to the point where you think there aren't enough, you could still never get through them all in your lifetime. That is beautiful. That is really beautiful. It's expansive. And that's, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this. Kelsey, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm I never, I, I want to give in. you time, but it's like, I can't see you. <laughs> I know. I know it's tough like this. I'm on week seven, no Wi-Fi, but I'm still oh, here. Cause I'm committed here. to this work. I'm committed to this podcast. I love everyone so much. Kelsey, um, what's coming up for you as she talks about. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, stuff. <clears throat> about to sacrifice my own personal life on display per usual for the sake of information <laughs> probably but I'm for the sake of like, the expansion of yeah, the whole for the sake of the expansion of everyone including myself I'll probably ask some some personal questions so when we were diving into Lindsay's belief I was thinking of one of mine which was that I feel like very energetically ready for support in my business. Like, okay, maybe I need a publicist. Maybe I need an agent. Maybe I need um, someone to do um, online ads for me because I don't even have the time or energy to touch something like that. And right now it's been all organic, all me. It's like too much, right? So I'm feeling the energetic pull, the call. But then like, of course, the 3D logical mind is like, oh, well, how are we going to hire these people? when you don't have the consistent funds to like pay them what they're worth and like what you want to pay them. And then I just feel like, Oh, maybe I'm not ready. <laughs> Even though I feel ready, but my brain tells me I'm not ready. I do get that. Like a lot of times, not just with the team or, you know, in any situation you feel like, because I don't have, because I don't see the evidence of the funds now it's a non-starter and I can't even take that first step. I totally get that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've studied universal law some, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in it. I would say there's others who know much more than I do. One law that I love to swim around in is the law of polarity. 
which says like, you know, it's the law of opposite. So if I'm feeling like there's no money in my bank account, the opposite is also true at the same time, which Ooh. for our human brains makes my head hurt when I try to think about it. <laughs> however, however, it has helped me make big financial decisions. And let me be clear on this. Like I'm not saying to, disclaimer, I'm not saying for anyone to go out and spend a whole bunch of money on anything. Like you gotta, you gotta be on your own journey and make- feel into it is yeah. the best advice. Yeah. Here, I'll give you a quick story. You guys like my story. So I'll tell Love you your stories. Story. And this, this was a big one for me. And it involved one of my coaches who kind of had to kick my butt in this moment. So, so, you know, my book, my book has, my book has launched and, you know, we've spent a lot of money on marketing for the book and just other areas of my business. And I, you know, we're always marketing. I mean, if you're in business, you're always marketing, you're investing, you're trying, you're testing. And this marketing opportunity fell into my lap and it was rather large, <laughs> the cost. The upside though was amazing. And there was a part of me that knew that I needed to do this. And I wanted this, this marketing in my company. And so, you know, it was everything, you know, from the book to the business, to this expansive growth. When I peered into my bank account, there wasn't the six figures that I, you know, around six figures that I wanted to invest sitting there, you know, and, and just in cash, right? Most of the time we don't have that just sitting in cash. So, or if we do like we're hoarding cash and that's a whole other conversation. I believe you got to keep money moving and investing and all Yes. So I was talking to my coach one day, I was like, oh, I really, I really want to step into this, this market. Like I feel the call, but I'm also like, Meh! like there's this, ah! like I could make up a whole story about why I shouldn't do it. And she's, she looked at me and she's so brilliant. She's like, well, it doesn't matter anyway. And I was like, well, what do you mean? It doesn't matter. She goes, well, you haven't made the decision yet. So it doesn't matter. Now I study decision, study decision. I work with my clients on making a decision all the time, right? The root of the word decision means to close the door. Like you get all into the decision. It's like when some people are working part-time in corporate America and they're trying to run their business too hard. Like you just got to step, you just got to take the leap, right? So I said, oh my gosh, you're so right. And then in that moment, I'm like, all right, like this, I'm going to practice my up level and what I preach. I'm stepping full in. I have no idea, you know, how I'm going to pay for this investment. Three days later, a six-figure opportunity fell into my lap. And I asked myself, like to like cash coming in the door, and I asked myself, would that have shown up if I hadn't made the decision to just do the freaking marketing? And I think not. And I'm guessing both of you have had that this experience, right? This is giving me goosebumps. The power and the potency of what you are saying has, I guarantee you, almost all of our listeners have experienced this before. And this is always true, isn't it? And one of the biggest things I tell people is once you decide, the entire universe shifts in your favor, depending on what that decision is. You just have to, you just have to decide. It cannot be simpler and harder. <laughs> right. So Kelsey, I, you, ha- and I, and I'm a big believer in heart's desires, right? I always, like my clients, we're always talking about like, what's in your heart. And Kelsey, I would say to you, I would look at these opportunities and I would say, is this one my heart's desire? Yes, I'm going to put it in the yes pile. Is this one my heart's desire? I'm going to put it in my yes pile. And the other thing I'll remind you is it's not always about cash, the way opportunities show up mm-hmm. either, right? We can get really stuck on that. And maybe there's a publicist that just thinks you're awesome. I don't know all the great things you do in the world. I'm sure there's many, 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 but there might be a publicist who's like, hey, I just want to let me just gift you this package for three months. Try it out, right? Like, so we make up all these stories of like, oh, it's going to cost me all this money or it's going to be like this. And I invite you just to step into the decision 
choose which ones you want and you don't have to disqualify yourself. Like if, if all of them are your heart's desire, then say yes to all of them and get on the, like the, I know I was going to say roller coaster, but that's not the ride you want to be on. Get on the ride that you choose. <laughs> get on the rocket ship. <laughs> How does that resonate? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good to definitely feel into like what's calling me the most now and then just commit to that and figure out the rest later. <laughs> yeah. And I always say like, cause I've made some decision decisions that I knew were right, but were absolutely terrifying uh, monetarily. And I, it does help for me. I've said this on the show before to anytime that you're uncomfortable with spending, or if you you're unsure, you have that level of like shaky ground, just kind of breathe and say, there will always be more because you know what? There will always, always be more. Mm -hmm. And it feels good and true at the same time. And it sends a very, it, for me, it helps me get in that trusting mode where usually it's a little bit difficult for me to kind of let go and allow, but there will always be more. And if you're feeling really risky or, you know, fancy, there will always be more than enough. There will, I will always have more than enough because I've always been taken care of. We've all always been taken care of. Even if we can't see it right away, it's always true. Um, if that helps anybody, it helps me a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love what you just said, like believing that more is more is just our, our existence. There's always more. Always. When I love when I invest in something too, I like to ask for a 10 times return on my investment because yes. that's what I can believe in right now. I mean, someday I might say a hundred times, like, but so, um, especially with coaching programs, and as I tell my clients, like if you're going to invest in a coaching program with us, tell yourself, like, I'm going to expect mm -hmm. a 10 times return on my investment because we get what we expect, right? We do. That's absolutely. Quantum physics, right? We <clears> get <throat> what we expect. So what do you expect when you make that investment? I have a question for you. Do you like to, when you um, visualize or project or set intentions, do you like to put like dates or time limits on them? Or do you find it easier to kind of leave that open? Cause I've, I've talked to so many people who feel uncomfortable putting a date and the same amount of people feel like that helps them uh like puts the hook gets the hook out in the lake so that the fish can grab it if that makes sense mm -hmm. what do you do that's a great question because I've, I've done the same I've read so many books and some people are like don't do it and some people are like do it um <laughs> here are you familiar I'm sure you are you're familiar with human design like yes okay I, the, so are you talking about the manifesting, like the outward or the inward arrow that comes out? Yeah. Well, indirect like or direct design, in human design, you're a projector, a manifester, yeah. a manifesting generator, or excuse me, manifesting generator, generator, projector, reflector, and I'm probably missing one, but yeah. So all I have to say, so Rebecca Hall, one of the master coaches at my company, she's like deep into her certificate, her master certification for this. And one of the things that's occurred to me is I've been, she's been teaching our clients and I've been learning a lot from her is that I think it has to do with our design. Like, yep. I think it's different for everyone. And I think you got to go with your gut. Like, yeah. does it feel better to have a date attached to it or not? Mm -hmm. um, it's tricky though, because sometimes yeah. I think you can be like, if, if, it can come sooner if you don't have a date, right? And so, so what I do, so one of the things that helps me, I have it on my desk right now. So my second book's called one, I'm looking if I have a copy of it. My second book's called One Great Goal. And it's all about how I went from being a salesperson to president of a company, a $20 million company in my twenties. And 
being president of that company was my one great goal. I didn't have a date attached to it. So I think there's like, if you can give yourself the space, if that works for you, that it can show up even sooner. I think that can be helpful. So it's, it's kind of a tricky thing. Anyway, all that to say, my hack for goal setting. So rather than dates, I use check boxes. And this is going to sound so mundane. And a lot of people just kind of go, you know, whatever. No, I'm telling you, my clients who do this, they, they hit their goals so much faster. So, okay. Think about a, when you write out a task list, how do you, do you typically have check boxes on your task list? If I am typing it in a computer, then yes, but I don't draw check boxes on my paper. I just like, maybe like, like little dashes is what I'll do. Okay. And I do use checks when I'm done with it. Like well, I'll check right. it off. Yeah. <clears throat> so think about this. Think about this. So go back to like elementary school and, you know, when we started mm-hmm. to be more organized in our work and somewhere along the line, we were taught to make a task list and then you could check things off. The flip side is think about when we write goals down, we typically number them. I don't know why this is or how this happened or who did this to us, but we, we go <laughs> number this? one goal is this number two goal is this. What I, what I, when, when I was doing all this research, I, what I realized is that then our, in our mind, we put them in a certain order. Yep. So we flipped this on his head and I started to just put check boxes in front of my goals because I realized that subconsciously when I wrote a task list and I put, literally, I, draw, I still draw them. I put boxes and then I check them off. See, now I want to draw boxes. This is so cool. Well, think about what, what is a, what is a check box say to a task? It need, this space needs to be filled with a check. I'm going to get, yeah, you're already done. Like you're already Mm -hmm. done. So we started to do this with goals, no dates attached to it. We would write out 10 of our goals with check boxes. And the one great goal process, there's a process and it's, um, what am I trying to say? Trying to think if we could get that download for free for your listeners. Anyway, in the one great goal process, it's very simple. And you just, you go through a process to figure out your one great goal, because when you hit your one great goal, it's typical that the rest of the goals on your list will also happen. And so anyway, it's a hack to get to your goals even faster. Long answer to your question. I, I no longer put dates on. I used to, I don't anymore. I use check boxes and I allow myself to be delighted and excited if those goals show up sooner. Yes. Hola, senoritas. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the self-lovers out there. I see you, I feel you, and I want to invite you to my next Radical Self-Love Retreat, which is happening this October 2022. It is six days, all-inclusive of luxury, healing, expansion, fun, play, making friends, and just growing and retreating and resting in a lot of different ways. We're going to do fun Mexico stuff like ride ATVs, go to private beaches, hang out in a gorgeous villa. And we're also going to do the healing work of loving our inner child, working through some stuff, up leveling in different ways. I can't really say exactly what we'll do until I have the whole group together because I feed off of the vibe of each woman and what every individual and what the collective needs. So each retreat's a little different, but just know that if you come to this one, it's for a reason. And if you're hearing this invitation and you're feeling called, then I would go ahead and apply at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. It will definitely sell out since it's the only one this year. 
And I cannot wait to see what magic unfolds because every single retreat I host is more magical than the last. Somehow, even the first one was like the best thing ever and they just keep getting better. So if you like the idea of going to Mexico, hanging out with like-minded women, doing healing work with me, having fun in the sun, this is your one and only chance. So get in while you can, kelseyaida.com slash retreat. And I hope to see you there. Hey, Lindsay here. What if I told you, you could get unlimited access to some of my best hypnotherapy, mindset hacks, and courses right at your fingertips anytime you want it. It's all inside my Align Your Mind membership. Joining AYM gets you instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library with topics for any desire you have, plus a huge selection of bonus content, courses, trainings, and resources for deep, long-lasting transformations that I reserve for members' eyes only. Whatever you desire to embody or release, I got you covered, and there's always something new to explore and benefit from. Your biggest desires are waiting to be achieved, and the AYM membership can get you there. So to join and get more info, hit the link in the episode description and start exploring your limitless potential. Yeah, I'm with you, Ursula. When people, well, I've actually written about this in a couple of my books because I write about the law of attraction quite frequently. And um, I just think, I don't know, I feel like more often than not, putting the date is just another way of being closed and not being open for a lot of people. And I think it's important to, you know, not compromise on the feeling that you're going for, like the end of it, the end of it, the end like goal state, right? But you have to be open to the how, to the when, to like how that's going to show up, what it's going to look like. And I find that 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 really helps people. So I'm with you. I know there's probably people out there like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are saying, don't put dates on your manifestations, well, but we're saying it. <laughs> here's the thing. Manifesting generator, Kelsey, manifesting generator, Ooh. Ursula. Okay, here's my confession. <laughs> I've, I've lived my life as a manifesting generator. So I was devastated to find out I was, I'm a projector. Wow, okay, well, Okay. So we're just going to give you manifesting generator vibes. And I don't know if, if I know that every different type possibly, um, has a difference in their manifesting style. Um, I'm not an expert in human design, but we've had a guest on the show that that is, so we've had a couple back into the episode archives and you'll find a couple shows on. Yeah. And one of them, I can't remember what the episode number she was on to teach us about uh, manifesting specifically based on our human design. And there's a little arrow by our heads. It's on the right side. If you're looking straight at it, it's on the right side, whether or not your arrow is pointing out or in towards the head will depend on whether you're a direct or indirect manifester. And what she says, so everybody's going to go get their human design chart and go look at it. But what she says and her name is, was it Christine Hayes, Kels, the aligned soul. You'll find her on Instagram at, at the aligned soul, but I can't remember what episode if your arrow is pointing away from the head, <clears throat> you're you're in indirect, right, Kels? Do you I remember? remember. <laughs> I think it's if you're if it's pointing away, you're indirect. And if it's pointing in, you are direct. And indirect means do not put dates. If you are a direct manifester, which means arrow pointing toward the head, you can put dates and that might feel better for you. Again, I could be mixing that up, <laughs> but no, go back and listen to the episode or look at your human design because yeah. the bottom arrow on the right is supposed to tell you whether or not you're direct or indirect manifester. Okay, I'm writing this down because I'm going to text Rebecca as soon as we're yes. like, <laughs> hey, we about it. This. And I bring it up because she just did a session for us. So what's interesting is 
so as a projector, you have to be invited. Yes. Things have to fall, you know, they have to kind of come to you, right? Or they have to fall into your lap in a sense. Well, so you've invited me to be on this podcast, as I understand the projector now, so that, so you're open to hearing what I have to say, but if I were to just go blast out to the general public, I haven't been invited in and people can't Uh even hear what I have to say. And I also, I have, so Rebecca, who's not only a master coach, but a big part of my company, she's a generator and a projector and a generator together are phenomenal. Like we are so like, we've been working together for like 10 years, yeah. we coach our clients together, but I need that generator, but I've lived mm-hmm. my life. Like I'm a manifesting generator. So you can imagine my envy when I found out my husband is a manifesting <laughs> and like just about everybody I know, most of our clients, there's not, so my heart goes out to all the projectors out there. We're doing great things in the world. We just do yeah. it differently. Yes. And it makes sense that a lot of your best opportunities have been people invite, literally inviting you into their world and setting you up. So that makes complete sense. My whole thing, my husband, and I believe all three of my boys are all generators. And one of the downsides uh, from what somebody told me was that me as a manifesting generator could possibly be on level 12, 13, 14, and they're still on level five. And they're like, Hey, where did she go? Like I could leave them in my desk sometimes. So I have to like go back and make sure that they know what I'm doing. And they know, like, which is true. I'll be on like four different projects. And my husband's like still spinning in a circle, wondering where I went. It's hilarious. But yeah, it, it is. Um, It is interesting to find out like human design is so fascinating. Um, And when you find out kind of where you stand with your relationships and and what what other people are and what you are, it can it can really complement, as you said, business partnerships, romantic relationships, things like that. Um, I just love human design. Yeah. Period. And also, you can give yourself. It helps give you grace, right? Give yourself grace. Yes. Because there are certain things I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> like I'll be depleted. So if I work, and what's interesting is as a projector when I'm aligning with a lot of manifesting generators and generators, then I can allow the company to grow. And Rebecca said to me, she said, it's one day she said, it is the reason why you delegate everything in your company. Cause I am, she used to call, people call me the queen of delegation. Rebecca would be like, why don't you do this one? Like there's this one thing that I used to not do. And it was, it was, it cost me like probably 10 times as much to have someone else do it. And I was like, I just can't and for yeah. a long time before she was in human design and now she's like oh that makes so much sense <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, what is jeffrey he's also a manifesting generator oh do you know what that means in a lot of energetic ways that we're both manifesting generators i don't know <laughs> yeah what, like because i know we both are and i think we've been told that that's good that we're both like well we're both- what I know about manifesting generators is that they're very multi-passionate. Yeah. That they're usually super into teaching, blogging, podcasting, writing, you know, they're big on like expression um, and that they have the powers kind of of a generator, but I feel like more so of a manifester. I, I always thought that I was just a straight up manifester and then I learned I was a manifesting generator. So you just Were you disappointed? Know, you find out. Uh, a little bit. Why? Why? But if we're being now honest, you have the power of both because I'm an Aquarius. I'm always like, oh, I'm so different. I'm the whatever percentage. Nobody else is like me. And I was like, oh, there's so many more like manifesting generators than there are manifestors. So I'm just one of the many. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's like me. If I know somebody's like, if there's a trend going around, I'll actively boycott it because I don't want to be 
like that. Like it's if like I, that commercial, and she's like, "I just found out I'm an introvert. It's extremely rare." <laughs> Have you guys seen that commercial? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's some so insurance funny. commercial. All these insurance commercials, but this lady's like, "Oh yeah, I'm an introvert. I just found out from this online quiz, and it's extremely rare. Nobody's like me." <laughs> oh my gosh, except uh, half the world. I know it's so funny. Anyway. But anyway, back to Ursula and all your amazing books. Can you please tell everyone? where and how they can work with you find you yeah. absorb more of your vibes yeah. thank you thank you um i hang out on instagram you can find it so it's ursula incorporated and i'm on i hang out on facebook a little bit on linkedin my website is ursula inc u r s u l a i n c dot c o not dot com dot c o and there's a gift on there. There's a course, Quantum Revenue Expansion, the masterclass, with go, which goes with our podcast. And if, if today you kind of felt the pull talking about turning your annual income into your monthly income, it's a three-part class. So it's a, just a fun thing to download. And what else? The books. The books are on my website. They're also um, on Amazon. You can still get up level now for 99 cents. You can download it on Amazon. Ooh. And yeah. Okay, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's amazing. Also, yeah, up level now the book is the the website but um up level now journal you can get the um journal that goes with the book for free so you can get the journal for free and that there's a lot of writing prompts and I'm the kind of person I don't like to write in my book so we made a journal for those who want to just print a journal out and just write write it in there so uplevelnowjournal.com love it Yay. Wonderful. Thank you for being here. This was so awesome. We're going to head over to the Patreon, everyone. Lindsay, any announcements before we head over? Oh, geez. I should be ready with these. My I put goodness. you on the spot every week and then you, you I know, but it shouldn't be <laughs> like, I should be expecting it, but I still am so caught off guard. Anyway, um, you know, I still have some spots open for 2022 for clients. The next opening is like June. So first come first serve. Uh, membership is like off the chain <laughs> love it do people say this off yeah. the chain it's off you the chain guys it. i just came out with these amazing little uh toolkits so they're packed full of very specific hypnotherapy and bonus content and, and exercises and practices based on a specific goal so what's in there now is <clears throat> money makeover manifesting maven lots of m's and then mindset reset and there's inner healing one and two coming there's all kinds of toolkits being added um I've, I've been adding them like every week or every two weeks because there's so many that i have ready it's so funny because when you feel the passion to do something it just flows out of you this is what kelsey talks about when she writes i don't have that writing passion but i do have it with these toolkits i've put all my best stuff in there so go join the membership if you're not a member if you are just log in and they're all ready for you. So just go to lindsayrobinson.com and you can join from there. That's it, I think. Love what about it. you, Kelsey? Do you have a, what do you got going on? Oh, you know, just the fourth <laughs> book is coming out May 10th, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation, which is like a cute little guidebook that has all the exercises. So if you want to get witchy, if you want to get ritualistic, if you want to have fun setting your intentions, there's almost a hundred ways in that book to do it. And then uh, Radical Self-Love, The Retreat, October, October 12th to 17th, it's happening. Uh, the women who are flowing in are epic. So if you're feeling the call to do some self-love work with me in Mexico. In Mexico, then, right? Yeah, Mexico, Vallarta, nice. where I'm going to get married too, which is why I got to go in a couple of weeks to figure <laughs> all that stuff out. But um, yeah, so you guys can find all the links in the show notes. We love you. Have a fabulous week and we'll talk to you later. 
thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe in it community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week, we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes. If you want to be also in the loop that way, and be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.